Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You don't think that it's time that somebody cared enough to have a dream? Why are you getting so upset? This is not about you. Yes, it is. You are a human affront to all women, and I am a woman. At some point, you got to decide for yourself who you are. Can't let nobody make that decision for you. How do you go about getting an exorcism? Beg your pardon? Hi, this is Mark Kermode. Thanks for downloading this bonus edition of Kermode on Film. In this special edition, I talk to Noah Baumbach, writer and director of Marriage Story. No, congratulations on Marriage Story. I think it's your best film. Um, Thank you. I think it, I, you know, I think it's a really wonderful piece of work. Um, I was really intrigued that you mentioned in uh, movies that you were inspired by. You mentioned Grand Illusion, and this really struck a chord with me. What did you mean when you cited Grand Illusion? Well, I think what what I was thinking about with Grand Illusion was I always loved the opening of that movie. I mean, the, the, it, it's the opening of the movie, but it actually sets you up for the rest of the movie as well, which is. You know they, you know you have uh, Jean Gabin and um, uh, I'm trying to remember the other actor's name, but they they you know they get shot down over Germany, and then they're invited to lunch. Yeah. You know, and he's got his arm in a sling, and they're all eating and talking, and it's so there's this sort of you know civilization in the midst of war, yeah. and and humanity in the in the midst of war, but also following the rules of war. And I thought of that, uh, and then we see that throughout the rest of the movie, even in the prison camps, and you know, the, it's you know, on, on one hand, it's it's so uh, there's so much at stake, it's it's so dramatic, and then all the ordinary human moments that still aren't going to change, even yeah. though even though you're at war, and um, and I thought about that in terms of the the, the sort of you know the process, the the, the narrative of, of marriage story that they, uh, you know, it's it sort of went into the ordering of lunch, uh, you know, um, and uh, that that these 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 moments are as much a part of it as as the more dramatic moments, these ordinary moments. I mean, and and um, you know, and they're not going to change, or, or I mean, they the context of them changes, but they're 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 not. Uh, you know, you still have to live your life even though, you know, you're at war. I mean, I love the way that the, that the film balances the veneer of civility with what's going on underneath. There are lines... Like when we're told that this is about to turn into a street fight, and yet there is still the fact that it is a couple who, regardless of what may or may not have happened, have history and clearly, you know, love each other despite 
everything else that's going on. And I think one of the reasons it works so well for me is that it it never settles either side. It never falls down judgmentally either side. Is that that I assume that's what you intended? Yeah, absolutely. Because there is, I mean. The movie is. I thought I, when I was the, the perspective was always going to be a big part of it because it. It. I mean, it even opens with perspective. Yeah. Uh, it's. It's. It's his perspective of her and her perspective of him, and you know. And then of course that gets altered and and uh, as as it, as the divorce unfolds and his lawyers start to take information and make it their own. Yeah. Uh, you know, to turn 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 experience into argument, and and you know, uh, and I was very aware too that the audience would have a natural. I mean, because we do when we watch movies, we go with with who what who we're presented with. Yeah. You know, it's a, Hitchcock has the thing about you know if a burglar breaks into a building and is you know trying to get as much jewelry into his thing, and then the couple comes home. And hears it and is startled. We're also anxious for the burglar. We're not, you know, in real life we would be on their side, most likely. So um, I felt that. Well, then that, you know, I always felt that that should be sort of baked into. Uh, certainly, it was in the script, but it was also in the way we shot it. Once we um, mounted the movie, was. Was this sort of this idea of perspective that when we were with her in the beginning, that we really are with her? So, like when Charlie arrives to be, you know, when we know she's going to serve him, yeah. we have the information. The information's with her; it's not with him. Yeah. When he announces his MacArthur grant, uh, it's her reaction we're having, not his. We didn't weren't with him when he yeah. got that news. And which she refers to as the genius grant, the genius which grant. is one of the best lines. I know that is how it's referred to, but yeah. it is, it's just such a brilliant line. Yeah, well, it's yeah, and and she's happy for him, but now it's you know it's this where the situation is even more complex from her perspective, yeah. and then when we move a little bit more into his experience of it when he's in Halloween and and you know and then he comes back, he brings the their son back to to her place and. They're talking about which costume he's going to wear, and and she's now almost more a character in his day. It's yeah, it's yeah. much more now. We've we've shifted perspective, um, uh, and and then when we arrive in the mediation, the first mediation with Bert and Nora and her conference room, we're now with both of them, and, yeah. and we stay with both of them. We never go to the lawyers' perspectives, and so always visually we're over their shoulders. So yeah. even when Bert and Nora are speaking, it's always Charlie and Nicole. And I think all of that goes into that feeling of, of, of both, because I wanted to acknowledge the the sort of the, the the natural feelings of identification that audiences have with characters in movies, uh, but also play with that a little bit so that that. The audience, in its sort of way, would would naturally find their way to the conclusion that this, which is what you what you you started uh, the, um, your question with, which is that that they, they're both sides are. I mean, it's not it's as like, simple as not being in love. Yeah, it's not as exactly, and 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 it's all true, and none of it's true. Yeah. Part of what we're going to do together is tell your story. Did you dye your hair again? No, this is me. 
You don't like it? Is it shorter? I prefer it longer, but... How are you doing? I didn't ever really come alive for myself. I was just feeding his aliveness. I'll never get to really be his parent again. He needs to know that I fought for him. It's not as simple as not being in love anymore. Eventually, it'll be the two of you having to figure this out. Together. we start from a place of reasonable and they start from a place of crazy, when we settle, we'll be somewhere between reasonable and crazy. When the line, it's not as simple as not being loved, came up, I know it's in the trailer, but I haven't seen the trailer before I saw the film, and it reminded me of the line about it's complicated in Squid and the Whale, and I did see a kind of you know, two sides of that, because in Squid and the Whale, you're looking at something from the perspective of the child, and in this, you're looking at it from the perspective of the other, but, but that's the common thread. It's complicated, and it's not as simple as not being in love. Right, right. It's, it's um, you know, we do things for many reasons, and, and, and it, it, there's not one, you know, you, it, it's, somebody said, I remember a friend of mine said a long time ago, a friend who, a, a friend who was going through a divorce, who actually I later talked to, uh, interviewed for, yeah. for the movie, and they they said um, that I think they're quoting their what their father had said this to them is that uh, you can't leave without momentum, and you know, and I think um, I feel like I, I felt that very much about for Nicole that she kind of needed the momentum at the beginning of the movie, and, yeah. and in some ways her monologue was that was watching her find that momentum. Yeah. I mean, um, it is an extraordinary monologue. Uh, yeah. I mean, it really is. It's quite an astonishing. I mean, there's terrific performances from both of them. I think you know both of them are kind of career best performances. But I, th it that must be to do with the fact that you've created a space around them in which they can do that work, in which they're constantly trapped, trapped in small spaces, even when everyone keeps talking about how much space there is in LA, of which there is no evidence at all. Which I thought was one of the best jokes in the movies. Everyone keeps saying how much space there is, and there evidently isn't any space at all. <laughs> right. You but, see it out the window. It's like a painting. <laughs> <laughs> But it must have been hell to block those scenes because it's very complicated to shoot two people in a confined space. It is, and 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 it was, um, you know, I like to I like to work on a dolly a lot. I I, I don't use Steadicam. Um, uh, Robbie Ryan who shot the, the movie yeah. and we uh, Meyerowitz, we had a lot of dolly shots, and and what we discovered early on here is because of these confined spaces, often. We, you, there, there wasn't room to dolly really so but it was a lot of panning so then we were thinking a lot about like you know again how a camera you know uh, you know when you stay put when you move that that sort of you know thing which you see very much in that monologue it's you know when she exits frame and she's yeah. you know, we're just looking at the room uh, and then but then we do go with her over to the couch um, all of that stuff I find is, I, I mean, I, I was thinking about Ilya Kazan being, I think, referred to himself as a, a prop director, which I was, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, uh, but, you know, but, you know, I, I, I think he believed it. I mean, that it was, you know, I'm, I'm giving the actors, you get good props, you get, you know, you know they're going to find stuff to do, yeah. you know, and, and I find that with blocking, um, uh, I do fight with props as well, and also 
with production design. I like for the production designer to be there when we're rehearsing because I think it they're it's going to give them ideas and they're going to give yeah. the actors ideas. But uh, is is to if you find the right movement and for a scene, I think it does. It, it gives the actor kind of space uh, to um, there's that word again, but but space to to. To, to 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 be free in a sense it, and yeah. you know because they, they don't need to I think this is true of the dialogue too it's like if, if you have it's like if you have the music then you can play it many different ways yeah in terms of your own career do you think of yourself primarily as a writer or a director or as a writer director as a writer director I mean I don't really distinguish them um, I, I don't I, I mean I only write scripts to direct them I'm not that interested in scripts or my scripts as just as 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 they're, 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 you know it's not literature it's it's their 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 they really are blueprints I mean of, of a sort I mean they're, they're I spend a lot of time on them and they're very uh, detailed and there's a lot of information in there that that I'm it's is you know both you know specific and generally to you know for, for when we shoot I want them to be as thorough as possible yeah. uh, uh, so that when I because I, I feel like then I work as an interpretive director I mean I'm in, I, I, I um, it's not hard for me to to make that shift I don't feel precious about it anymore um, I, it's easy for me to cut stuff um, because you wrote it because I wrote it and I don't um, and, and I, what I even find happens is I don't remember the dialogue anymore, um, which is interesting. I'm often, um, I, I hear it when it's off. Like if someone gets a line wrong, I can tell the line's wrong, but I don't necessarily remember, remember what how the it line was. is. Yeah. <laughs> um. Hey, I read, that, that, forgive me if this is completely wrong, are you doing the Barbie movie? Well, Greta and I are, are going to write the Barbie uh, script together, yeah. And is she going to direct it? I, I think... Uh, I'm not sure. We, I, I, there's no plan for her to direct it. I think they might talk about the possibility. Of okay. It. And as if you're speaking to a total novice who has no idea, what what does that mean, writing the Barbie movie? I mean, all I know about Barbie is Barbie doll, because it's, it's a different thing in America than it is here. Well, we haven't even started, so I don't... Your guess is as good as mine at this point. Um, uh, you know, I mean, we had some... I mean, when Greta and I talked about it, we had some funny ideas and... Um, and, and Margot Robbie is going to play her yeah. and is producing, and she's great. So I, it was, um, you know, it, it, it was something fun and fun for us to do together. Um, but I have no idea what it's going to be. Okay. I mean, you understand that from a sort of critical point, you just think it, it was, when, when I first saw it, I, I did a kind of double take because it was, was not what I would expect at all. Right. Well... Um, I mean, I, I, I really look I'm, forward to seeing I'm, what you I'm, do I'm, with I'm, it. I'm, Are you excited I'm, about I'm it? Try, I'm trying to... Uh, <laughs> keep people on their toes okay. um, uh, yeah I mean I am I mean I'm excited I'm excited to, for Greta because it's been a little bit since Greta and I have, have written anything uh, like directly together I mean we're very she, she's very much uh, you know we're, we're very involved in each other's projects yeah, I mean, yeah. so like um, I feel like she's very much a part of marriage story just as you know I, f I feel very um, much a part of Little Women. I mean, it, it's it's. I mean, not in any you know sort of like concrete way or like sure. credit way, but but uh, just in terms of like 
you know, having talked about it and read some in drafts and, yeah. you know, and, 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 and that goes both ways. I mean, we're always kind of working on stuff. So it's exciting to be sitting down and doing something together again. Yeah. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. One of the things I loved about Marriage Story is one of my favorite films is Annie Hall. And um, there were things in Marriage Story that reminded me of Annie Hall, not just the East-West thing. But there were certain moments in it that reminded me of that because they felt like you were watching them happen on screen in a very real way. And I know that Woody Allen's always said, don't confuse biography with fiction, and I'm, I have no intention of doing that. But there is an, inten- an, an in-the-moment intensity of scenes. And when they are having those discussions, that reminded me. I mean, the reason Annie Hall is brilliant is because it's not just funny. It's really heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. When you're... On the, I mean, I've never directed, obviously, I'm a journalist, but when you're on set with somebody, how do you take the stuff out of the way enough so that they have that contact to make it seem like it's actually happening? Well, I mean, you can only do so much, and then it's really, it's the actor. It's the actor, and, and I suppose it's, the, it's you know, the getting the dialogue or the you know or, or the movement or whatever it is it's i do it sort of goes back to what i was saying is i think if if the the structure of the scene is is right i mean it's not that anything's right or wrong but if it's <coughs> if it's works you're it, you you're creating the opportunity for it to be to feel as spontaneous and yeah. improvised as possible even though it's not um, and um, so think about it, it takes a lot of rehearsal to look that spontaneous absolutely I, and I, it, it's, it's true <laughs> it really is true I don't think um, uh, um, you know I mean it's a thing like we, 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 you know I feel like often we sort of talk about improvisation in movies and people often say Cassavetes and then you discover Cassavetes scripted all those movies. <laughs> so, and, you know, or Mike Lee who scripts them from, you know, he takes them from rehearsals yeah. and improv, but, but then they, they wouldn't work as well as they do if they weren't scripted. And um, 
so uh, yeah, I think I, I really do think that's you know th for me that's the, the 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 only way I know how to do it um, is and and you know sometimes. Um, I mean, it, it's interesting, like, I, I've thought about this, like, in terms of, like, like you think about it, like, in terms of, like, action, action sequences. Like, I remember when I saw Saving Private Ryan for the first time and the, you know, the whole opening, which mm -hmm. is the famous opening. And the whole takeaway from that and the sort of way it was talked about it was how realistic it felt and how you really felt you were in war. It was the first time we'd seen something so kinetic and, you know. Uh, but if you break that scene down, I mean, it's, it's totally cinematic and constructed yeah, and yeah. it's all in sound disappears entirely. You think about all the, you know, it's the, the editing of it. It's so well constructed as a movie, purely as a movie. And yet the effect is naturalistic. Yeah. And I f feel like that's something that I'm sort of doing in a different Kind of way, or trying to do in a different kind of way. I mean, if, if you take like the fight scene with Charlie and Nicole in the movie, is is if you break it down, it's all it, it's it's all very constructed. Yeah. But the result of it is that it feels like it's just happening in front of you. Let's just both agree. Both of our lawyers said shitty stuff about both of us. Nora was worse. Jay called me an alcoholic. You pulled the rug out from under me and you're putting me through hell. You put me through hell during our marriage. Oh, is that what that was? Hell? And now you're going to put Henry through this horrible thing so you can yet again get what you want. It's not what I want. I mean, it, it's what I want, but it's what was... was! What's best for him? Oh, well, I was wondering when you get around to Henry and what he actually wants. Oh, fuck off! No, you fuck off if you listen to your son or anyone that, that he tells you that he'd rather live here. Stop putting your feelings about me onto Henry. He tells me he likes it better here. He tells you because he knows it's what you want to hear. He tells me you're on the phone all the time. You don't even play with him. Because I'm going through a divorce in L.A. and trying to direct a play in New York, which closed because I wasn't there. You're busy and you have another interview coming out. I'm going to ask you a last question. I began this by saying I think that Marriage Story is your best film, and I think it is. Do you think it is? <laughs> I mean, it's. I can't really judge them that way. I mean, I, I, I feel very, um, the movie means a lot to me. And I, and I do, what I love, what I love about the movie, what I love about <laughs> Charlie and Nicole is, is Charlie and Nicole, I mean, it's all the actors, but I, I, I do feel like the, what the actors do, do in this movie the the what it's so personal what they're doing that it allowed particularly when I was editing the movie but like when once I had like you know you know once you have your movie finished then you, you watch it like a thousand times because you have to watch it you know when you go through all the other yeah, you yeah. know the sound you go through the your color timing it your thing you check the prints the yeah. thing you know okay we're going to raise this now and everything it, it, it and it it you know you really get tired of your movie by the end i i uh, <laughs> <laughs> um i um uh, uh uh i really would find through all of that i could get reengaged in it in a way that i don't think i've had 
in previous movies quite not to say anything about it it's, it's no bearing on the, it's just that because of the nature of this movie and the nature of the scenes and what they're doing that I often felt like I was watching Adam and Scarlett's movie like that they were doing something that that was coming from them and not me yeah. and those moments make it very that's very gratifying thanks very much I wish you every success in the award season I think the film's great thank you thank you appreciate it Well, I hope you enjoyed this special edition of Kermit on Film, my conversation with Noah Baumbach. If you enjoyed the podcast, remember to subscribe and tell your friends. And if you want to get hold of an edition of the podcast without adverts and with some special video extras, then why not visit our Patreon page. Thanks for listening. Keep watching the skies. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.